Welcome to Fatal Follower Presents, a spooky space to celebrate horror and all things horror adjacent. It's the bottom of the barrel on this episode. I don't know if any casual horror fans will get this, but being a avid horror fan like myself, who lives and breathes and has the mantra of all horror all the time, you may not understand this, but I'll try to explain it the best way possible. Essentially, when you've watched everything you can possibly watch, you start scraping the bottom of the barrel. You start looking for things that may be a gem, may not be, but you want to watch it just to say that you've had your eyes exposed to it and your brain fried by it. That's right. Today, I'm talking about one of those. It's called Phantom Brother from 1988. It is labeled as a comedy horror, and it definitely leans more into the satirical aspects of like a Halloween-inspired uh, horror comedy. Now, this is a movie that was shot in... Mamrenek, New York. I have no idea where that is. Uh, but the house was used in Dead Time Stories and in Frankenhooker. So if you like that trivia, there's not a lot of tri trivia for this movie. Um, it's directed by William Sarka. And if you go on to an awesome website called Internet Archive, it's archive.org, Phantom Brother, 1988. Uh, you can find an upload of the movie from the director himself. And that's how I watched it. It's not available streaming anywhere. It's not on any physical releases. However, uh, at a horror convention, I was privy to getting one of the DVD-Rs, which is a VHS transfer to DVD of this movie. So I do own this movie, uh, but I do like watching it online as well when it's accessible and I'm killing some time. So this movie is about, you may be wondering, <clears throat> a teenager is left orphaned by a car crash that wipes out his entire family. He is subsequently haunted by his dead brother, Phantom Brother. This is a masked slasher movie. Uh, love the tagline, it can happen to anyone, K-I-N. 
there's a lot of references to slasher movies in this movie. I think maybe it was ahead of its time, even though it's just not the best horror movie out there for uh, giving a sort of tongue in cheek uh, uh, commentary on slasher movies. This was at the tail end of slasher movies, uh, the slasher boom bigger part of the front section of the eighties decade. And then toward the latter half, it was really just a lot of scraping the barrel. In fact, a lot of scraping that bottom pit, trying to find those gems. And so this one, I think kind of just got lost in the shuffle. It really doesn't stand out uh, from anything else you might see. Uh, the cover of it though is kind of cool. It's got a sort of a black and white masked slasher with a bloody knife on the front and it looks like a shadowy figure is kind of coming out of the mask and it, it does look like it's more serious than it is but essentially one of the uh things if you look at the poster it says abel's brother is a ghost he likes to kill abel's friends this is making abel very unpopular it kind of gives away what's happening which is fine because it's straight up but what it doesn't give you is the tone of the movie so there's kind of two tones happening here. At the beginning, you see a really cool, interesting set piece where it sets up this campy slasher. These these friends are basically breaking into this house. Two of them are going to hang out outside. Two are going to go inside and have sex. And the two that go inside to have sex, they're basically talking about this urban legend about the car crash that basically uh, wiped out the family and... They're saying that one of the teenagers that got killed is actually the ghost that haunts this house. And so it sets up that, I guess, mythos to this phantom brother. And you get some really funny lines uh, uh, at the beginning with the two that are getting ready to have sex and, and they start having sex. And then all of a sudden, uh, the phantom brother shows up and he just goes you know, just start stabbing them like crazy. And you're like, oh, this is going to be kind of a serious slasher. But then it shows, you know, the, the, the couples laying on top of each other bloody. And then it shows the guy that brought them there. And he's as he's dying, he's like, oh, this sucks. And then he just like falls over. And you know that that's basically the tone that it's going to set. It's going to be making fun of itself. It's going to be making fun of slashers as a whole. And uh, after this part, one of the characters escapes and uh, you get some back and forth with another character who's introduced. And it is the uh, like a doctor um, sort of, I guess, trying to wedge in that medical perspective uh, like a Dr. Loomis. But his name is Dr. Van Dam, which is kind of funny as a name itself. But he has some really good lines and he's kind of this. Hawaiian shirt, laid back doctor who's just kind of given his diagnosis of uh, Abel and uh, kind of what's going on with him and kind of this whole case, uh, I guess. Uh, but there, there's there's been some murders and they're trying to figure out what's happened. And in the meantime, you get sprinkled um, a little bit back and forth with Abel and what's happening with, you know, his friends. And he's kind of basically cleaning up for his brother. Uh, his brother is, you know, slaughtering uh, people that come across the house or friends and his friends. And there's some, there's, there's a really funny line that I thought kind of really stood out to me, but it's essentially 
Abel is going back to the house to see what's going on, check on his brother. And he brought a girl there and he's, I guess she's waiting for him. And he says, well, I hope I didn't get condoms for no reason. And then he enters the house and he's like, "Uh oh, wonder if I'll get a refund. And it's just like those kinds of moments where you know that this is just poking fun of itself and it's just really silly. But there are some fun deaths and you get introduced to a mother, a daughter uh, who you're not sure is related. And they're ghosts in the house too. And they pop up occasionally and and there's like a uh, a little more funnier, it meant to be funnier than it was with them going back and forth with, you know, someone that's dead there in the house. And I think if they had not really had those characters in the movie, it could have been a little bit more horror than comedy. I think it could have worked better for the horror crowd, but it does kind of, it does kind of reveal something and I'll go ahead and reveal it because this movie has been out for a long time and it's not something that uh, will take away from the experience, but essentially these characters are all in Abel's head. He is kind of going back and forth and you get to see what's in his mind and it's his brother and it's his mother and it's his sister. And so there's a lot of weird things happening there and you get to see it, but it's, it's implied that there are ghosts there. So I don't know if that was really as thought out as it could have been, but he's essentially the one that's killing these people. And he is sort of intertwined with this character that her name is Jill, I believe. And there, there's a lot of back and forth and, you know, he's dating her and he's with her and she's kind of scared what's happening. And there's this climax where the doctor shows up and he reveals what's happening and then you get a stinger with jill that's kind of like out of left field and she looks at the camera and kind of winks and so it it was just kind of that i don't know just that campy silly 80s horror comedy vibes akin to like student bodies or uh, sorority babes in the slime ball, Bolorama, like those kinds of tones of movies. So if you're into into that, I think you might get something out of this. I do like this movie. It's fun. I like the Phantom Brother. I like the mask. I like the back and forth uh, with him and and his brother, even though it's himself. But he's basically uh, going back and forth. And at one point, he tries to stab his brother that's alive, and you see him sort of uh held back by doing it and it's just kind of weird like it's it's not another movie that i can really explain because while there, there's comedic moments they're kind of funny but the horror parts are actually kind of cool like there's some stalk and chase in a couple scenes and there's some you know there's a, a throat slit and like some stabbings and those are pretty good actually they're handled really well I think this is a movie that could definitely uh, see some love, like if it was released on sort of like a Vinegar Syndrome label or something like that, I think would be really cool to to get a nice Blu-ray of this so you can see some of the extras and, and get an idea about what was going on during the production and what this ultimately was supposed to be. But overall, I mean, it's, it's fun and I, I suggest that you check it out. Uh, it's... It's really just a shot on video, backyard, regional film. It's low budget. Uh, Effectively, though, I would say it's probably one of the better shot on video movies. It it actually looks like if it was 
lovingly restored, you could see some of the details of how the shots were set up, how the cinematography was there. And I know that there's like a scene where the Phantom Brother pops up and there's like this bluish hue to the film and there's like this foggy backdrop. And and that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think I think this is really fun. I think you should definitely check it out online if you get a chance. And, you know, there's some really fun moments with like the the banter with some of the characters going back and forth and just like some of the lines they say, they're so straight faced when they say some of them and they're just so like horrible. Um, and then also like the house, like there's pentagrams and 666 everywhere. There's even a creepy doll. And one of the characters is like, oh, where's your sister? You know, who's is this her doll? And then and then Abel, the the alive brother, says, screams, and he's like, "No, this is my doll." And then there's just awkwardness afterwards. So it it just seems like a lot of one take kind of stuff that was recorded. Uh, but yeah, I I think you should seek it out. Um, there's not really a trailer you can find, so it's kind of one of those hidden things you got to seek out. But you can, like I said, you can watch it. Um, Internet Archive, the director William Sarka, he put it up. For you to check out and uh, and enjoy. I mean, it could be a fun uh, group uh, watch with some other people, some beers, some pizza. Just have a good time. Uh, it's really fun, though. I, I suggest you check it out definitely. And also uh, give out some love to VHSPS. They are a really cool VHS to DVD uh, company. You can find their releases pretty cheap. They do a lot of horror conventions. If you see a sort of old school video store set up in the horror convention. Uh, it could be VHSPS. And I think uh, you should definitely uh, pick this one up if you see it for cheap. Um, overall, though, I, I like want to do more of these sort of concentrated episodes where I'm not really introducing a specific guest to this because I think the bottom of the barrel really means that. It's something that I know as fans out there you want to find something new, you want to find something different, and I would recommend it to you. It's not something that I wanted to subject someone else to, knowing their taste, knowing they may not like it. Um, I like a lot of these uh, these campy, silly movies that you can just kind of put on the background and you know clean house or do whatever. Uh, I was actually working while I was having this on the background, and it was just a fun, fun watch to go back and forth to. Nothing you need to really pay attention to, but when you do, it's it's it results in some uh, some funny banter and funny dialogue that I think you'll dig. Aside from that, as always, you can check Fatal Follower Presents a podcast on Facebook. Twitter, Horror Amino. Uh, you can continue to reach out to me at fatalfollowerpresents at gmail. Uh, I'm always searching for those gems out there. And this is a, a particular edition of episode that I want to put out there more just to spotlight some of those trashy hidden gems just laying there on the bottom of that barrel. Stay safe, stay spooky, and keep up the horror watching. Bye-bye. <laughs>